Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to week number 10. DFS Dreamer Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in here on the Fantasy Impact Today Network. I am Wes Easley, one of your hosts. You can find me on Twitter at Loafinit. Don't forget to follow the show at FI Today with a little underscore. And of course, I am joined by the Pepe Le Pew of College of, of DFS Podcast. Thing. I, I had to go with the French thing. <laughs> I mean, that made it sound like you stuck, man, or something. I don't know. You know that's not true. That's terrible. I got to edit that out, Pierre. No, it actually I, works. Uh, I'm actually. I'm called that. Like my my wife calls me that, honestly. So not to get to the personal, but um, I'm her wicked fast skunk, and she got it because of Pepe Le Pew's, because of Pierre. So we we have a running joke. So she's gonna crack up when she hears that you called me that. You can follow him on Twitter at Pee 31 His name is Pierre. Oh, oh, oh mon chéri. Thank you very much. Oh. All right. I, I, I did that I, from all my Bugs Bunny Warner Brother cartoons. Okay. Hey, Pierre, we got this streamer. You know, it's week number 10 here on the DFS Streamer Podcast. You mm-hmm. and I are doing pretty well here on the DFS stuff. We need, I don't think either one of us placed in our contest. I also sent you another contest last week to a couple of uh, FF dudes, I think their names are. I, I met them on Twitter last week, and they had a contest, invited me on there so i threw it over to you and we we finished right neck to neck in that one as well uh so it's it's been really fun learning from you and dfs is just taking a strange twist it seems like with all the different injuries and everything nowadays yeah it's it's gonna be an interesting week uh gotta watch the practice reports uh gotta pay attention to who's gonna actually be in and out could open up a ton of value uh gotta get our own way i know last week i kind of got in my way a bit with some some late changes so can't do that uh, this week, but uh, it should be fun. And again, if there's these folks are out, there's going to be a lot of value that you're having to choose from. Yeah, I agree with you. And 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 here I I, I got the quarterbacks starting out right now. Okay, on the what? DFS Dreamer podcast, I've got 8K for Kyler Murray. You know what else I noticed? What's that? Nobody's hit that 10K mark, and it doesn't look like anybody's approaching it very quickly either. You know what I mean? Like it it just seems like it's it's very strange like that this year. Uh, with the prices being down here. And I, I thought about that because Kyler Murray's at 8K this week for us. And that is a, a high price to pay for Kyler Murray, especially if he's injured. I I don't know if he's going to be a warrior and go out there or not. I don't know. If he's healthy, do you think he'll be able to get it done against this Carolina Panther defense? I don't. Um, he hasn't really done much since the first couple weeks. Uh, I probably, I think I've narrowed my list down to five quarterbacks this week. Okay. I think that's uh, where I'm at. Like I'm uh, at five, and uh, that's where you're going to stay. The top, but that's I don't see myself getting more than five, six, uh, depending on one situation and who starts. But other than that, there's five guys that I'm on, and I'm not touching any others. All right, so let's go all the way down here from 8K down to seven, uh, 7100 with Aaron Rodgers. I want to ask you this question: Who has the lowest floor out of these guys this week? Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers. And that's it. Uh, who has the lowest floor out of those five guys? Lowest floor. Uh, that's going to be tough. Given the situation, I'd probably say Kyler. Uh, just because he's he's injured. Again, he hasn't really had those boom type of situations. Uh, with these other guys, you know, Brady throws three, four, five touchdowns a week. Uh, Josh Allen, I think he had his floor last week against the Jags. So I expect a big bounce back there. Uh, Herbert, really good matchup going up against the Vikings. I like him. And then Rodgers coming off, I assume, coming off the, the COVID-19 list. Expect him to be fired up, kind of you know, showing the world that he still is a, a top football player, regardless of what you, you think about his situation. So 
I'd say Kyler, just given the, the injury and a tougher matchup against the Panthers defense. Okay, and what about the highest ceiling? I, I don't know if you answered that in there or not, but who do you think has the highest ceiling this week out of those five? So it's still Josh Allen, uh, okay. just because he gives you that, that rushing upside as well. Um, you're looking at a situation where Zach Moss is kind of in the concussion protocol, so there's questions on if he's even going to be able to to go. If not, that kind of leaves him with Devin Singletary and, and then Josh Allen. You look at back-to-back weeks, uh, he's rushed for 50-plus yards just rushing alone. Uh, really, you know, three out of the last four weeks that they played, uh, he's gotten plenty of games over 30. Uh, so I think that Josh Allen has the upside because of the rushing ability as well as the fact that they throw the ball a ton uh, there in Buffalo. Okay. I, I like Tom Brady's ceiling this week. I, I really like that against the Washington football team coming off of a loss. Uh, I like that a lot. I, so I think that he's got a pretty safe one. And, and by the way, Minnesota, I don't know if they could stop water with a uh, what a, a balloon. I don't, I don't, I don't know. What to say. With it's a tough, it's tough but, but three of, three of my five are in this group. So um, what, what three do you think those are? Uh, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, and I, I love what you said about Aaron Rodgers wanting to prove to the world because I, I think he's got that. I, you know, I know he's got a chip on his shoulder. But I'm going to say you're going to say Herbert there just in case. I, I'm going to say yep, those three. You're right. Those are three right there in the middle. Uh, Allen, Brady, Herbert are three of the five I'm, I'm honing in on. Let's go then for the next little tier. At 6,700, we have Dak, okay? And then we're going to drop it down 1,000 all the way to Carson there at 5,900, okay? Somewhere in that neighborhood anyway. Carson Wentz, your guy. Who would you mm-hmm. rather have this week? Carson Wentz against the Jacksonville Jaguars or Matt Ryan? It's Wentz. Uh, again, he's been really consistent. He's up to QB 10 uh, overall on the fantasy mm-hmm. season after last week. Uh, you have to watch his situation. So his wife's actually expecting birth on Sunday. Uh, he says he's going to play. It sounds like he has it, her approval uh, to play uh, if the baby does come. But just a situation to monitor. He also had an illness today in practice. Uh, he was limited. It, it didn't sound like it was COVID-related. Uh, but that's something to monitor as well. But out of those, I'm definitely taking Carson. Uh, $100 less and at home, good matchup against the Jaguars. I think after what they did to Josh Allen, I don't know, but I think Wentz has kind of turned the corner here. I, I think uh, Indianapolis is playing for something, and I think Buffalo kind of uh, – the best thing about it was Jacksonville won last week, so Indianapolis won't be sleepwalking in this True. game at all. Carson Wentz or Kirk Cousins? Carson. Carson or Tannehill? Carson. Carson or Jalen Hurts? Carson. Wow. Carson or Russell Wilson if he plays? Carson Wentz. Oh, all the way. Carson or Dak against Atlanta? Dak. Dak Prescott. Uh, He's he's great now. Probably the best. Uh, Him and Brady are really the the top two uh, for the projections that I have this week, Uh, both for uh, fantasy projections total as well as points per dollar. Um, And that's really the five. So the five I'm really kind of honing in on, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott, Carson Wentz. I won't be playing anyone outside of them uh, except for one. Uh, so I'll actually flip the script on you here. Who do you think is the one that I may play uh, below Carson Wentz there at 5,900? Below Carson Wentz at 5,900. I think you might actually – I, don't, I, I want to say Mike White because I, you're saying you're going to flip the script on me. <laughs> but he's going against Buffalo's defense, but you're not that impressed by that. And Mike White has looked pretty good. I'll say Mike White. It is not. It is not. No Flacco. <laughs> that's you you're not flipping oh. it on me that's you uh it's Taysom Hill if Taysom okay. Hill starts uh I like Taysom Hill 
Uh, again, he has the, the rushing upside. He, he just came out of the concussion protocol himself last week. Uh, so I wonder if maybe that's why they went with Simeon. Now, if they go with Simeon again, I don't want I don't want Simeon. I prefer Hill because of his rushing upside. So just monitor that as well. Uh, you get the running backs. Alvin Kamara has missed a couple practices also. Uh, but if Taysom Hill is the starter, I don't mind him down there at 5,200 against the Titans defense that has been playing a lot better. So. Yeah, and, and I, I agree with you there. I I like that as well. Let's hop over to tight ends uh, real quick here on the DFS Streamer podcast. Let's go over there, and we're going to start out at Kyle Pitts, 5,800. I mean, that, that's the highest that we have for a tight end. He's at 5,800. Look at this tier, Pierre. By the way, do, do you say tier or tier? How do you say that? Tier? Tier? Well, I think if you look at this tier – it will make you cry. From, from Pitts at 5,800 down to Zach Ertz at 4,600. You got Pitts, you got Hawkinson, you got Schultz, Goddard, and Ertz. All right? And it goes from 58 down to 4,600. Uh, Pierre, this, this thing will make you cry whenever you look at this. I look at it, and I only think, you know, I got one play out of all this. But even at 5,500, TJ has got to get up to 15 or higher to hit our three times of value, and I don't think that he can do it. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, you got all the heavy hitters are on prime time this week with Andrews going tonight. Uh, you got, you know, Kelsey uh, and Waller going face to face Sunday night. Uh, then you got Kittle uh, come Monday night. So it's tough. Um, Hawkinson can get there since he's gotten, you know, more healthy. He's starting to see his targets up again. 11-9, three weeks in a row. Uh, tough defense uh, with the Steelers, but we just saw Cole Komet kind of have a little breakout game. Uh, himself Monday night against the Steelers himself. So I don't mind Hawkinson. I do like Pitts as well. Uh, you got to think Calvin Ridley's still out. I know the defenses are trying to kind of take him away now, but he's still seeing a fair share of targets. He saw six plus the, the last five weeks they played. Uh, highest over under right now is that 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 uh, Cowboys and Falcons game. Uh, so to rank him, I'd probably put Pitts slightly uh, above Hawkinson. Uh, then Hawkinson will be there. And then Schultz, it kind of goes in line with me. I have Dalton Schultz. Uh, ranked above Goddard uh, this week. Uh, I think I got I got Ertz slightly above Goddard. So for me, it go Pitts, Hawkinson, Schultz, Ertz, Goddard. Uh, but I'd probably try to play Pitts if I can get up there. But I'm guessing I'm going to try to save salary this week. Yeah, I don't blame you. I just it was the prices, the prices and the points. If you sit there and look at how many points all these tight ends in this top tier of five players goes, they just they just never get there. They just I mean they get there every once in a while, but I can't count them to get there. I'm saving me money. And I'm gonna ask you to do that same thing. Uh, let's start mm-hmm. at Dawson Knox at forty five hundred. Let's take turns. Okay, let's take okay. turns. I will start and I will pick somebody and I will pick Dawson Knox, especially since he's healthy. He has no cue by his name or anything like that. So he's he's going to be healthy. They always like I like to go with that narrative. They like to reward somebody after coming off an injury. And man, I know he doesn't get the targets. I know he doesn't get as many targets as some of those big named uh, tight ends. But man, he sure does hit that point total each and every week. And at forty five hundred, all he has to get to is that twelve to fifteen point mark. And he's getting to the fifteen point mark in his sleep nowadays. It seems like. <laughs> the last three times he's played a full game. So I'll take him uh, first. Yeah, I like Knox. Uh, he's been good. He was one of my sleepers going into the season. Uh, obviously, I wanted them to, to not trade for someone to kind of bump him down. But worry about his hand. If it's healed, then I, I do like Knox. I don't know when this range is really ugly. But, I mean, I'd probably go down. We just saw him Monday night to uh, the Penn State Nittany Lions called him Baby Gronk. Uh, his name's Pat Fryermuth uh, there at 3,900. You look at Ebron, he hasn't really been a factor whatsoever. Uh, Fryer moves really starting to show out these last couple weeks, got in the end zone 
uh, both times, uh, six, seven, seven targets, three straight weeks for 12, 14, and then 21 points uh, at home still going up against the Lions, 32 point, uh, 29, I'm sorry, 25 point total uh, for the Steelers, 3,900. So I'll take Fryer move there, uh, a little bit of $600 savings from Knox. I got to say, Dan Arnold, and I know he's going up against your Colts, <laughs> but man, he sees the targets. He's out there on the field a tremendous amount. He's got a lot of targets coming his way. Surely they're going to be able to find the end zone. I don't, maybe not this one. I don't know, but, but he's, he's no, got 10 we, points. All you got to get to is that nine to 12 point range. And he, he's hitting that three out of four weeks there in Jacksonville, I believe. So I'll take him. I mean, it's smart. He's, He's played a lot better here recently with the Jaguars. The, the coach struggle against tight ends. You saw Ryan Griffin score Thursday night. I think Jeff Swain got in the end zone the week before that. So we give up points uh, to the tight end. So he's definitely um, in play. I'll take the guy right below him, uh, Tyler Conklin, uh, there for the Vikings at 3,400. Another high team total uh, and, and game total there, 53.5 for the game, uh, 25 for the Vikings themselves. Uh, you look at Conklin, he's, he's been consistent. You know, he's gotten seven, seven, five, three, six, eight uh, targets himself. Uh, he got a lot of red zone action. I think he got like three red zone targets uh, that last game as well against the um, Ravens. Uh, so give me Conklin. He's going to be under, uh, kind of under the middle. Uh, you really kind of struggle with the Chargers. They have some pretty good perimeter uh, type of corners for those on the outside, which may take away Thielen and Jefferson some. Uh, so it could be a, a Dalvin Cook game if he plays, and then Conklin kind of underneath across the middle. I got one more guy, and I don't I don't expect a lot out of him, but he's only a three K. Andrew Troutman, who had seven targets and then six targets. If Simeon is the quarterback, he's obviously looking for that tight end, and we always talk about how tight ends are the safety blanket of a young quarterback, and that's what Trevor Simeon is in this new offense. He got to nine DraftKings points last week. He's only at three K. If they can get him in the end zone, he'll be well above that three times the value we need. Yeah, I don't think I I'm know. playing Adam Troutman, but I get it. I get it. If you want to go real cheap, uh, there's one I think you can tomorrow. I just kind of mentioned him because uh, he scored against the Coats. It's it's Ryan Griffin. Uh, he's down sure. minimum salary right. twenty five hundred. Tyler Cross on the IR now. Uh, you got Mike White. I know he's he's throwing the ball better than Zach Wilson was. Uh, Ryan Griffin got seven targets in that Coats game. You expect him to be trailing against Buffalo. I think he's a, a good punt. Uh, there at 2,500. Also watch the the Gronk news because you got both Tampa guys, uh, OJ Howard and Brate at 2,700 as well. I know you said you love Brady. Uh, when you look at some of the injuries Tampa has, you could see one of these tight ends as well kind of get in play at 2,700. Yeah, Jeff Swaim, too. He's at 2,500. He's gotten 13 DraftKings points and 12 DraftKings points the last two games. He's there. I, I almost want to say that he's uh, who, who went with New England? Who went to New England from there? Hunter Henry? Oh, no. you Johnny Smith. Johnny yeah, Smith's like 2,500, Yeah, well, no, I don't want Johnny Smith. I'm just saying <laughs> Jeff Swain seems to be the new Johnny Smith in Tennessee is what he seems to be. He, you know, he doesn't get a whole bunch of targets. He doesn't get a lot of yards, but they're always looking for him in the goal line, and they make sure he gets those touchdowns. Uh, I know it's touchdown-dependent kind of a thing, but, man, he's gotten there the last two games, and he's only 2,500. So, I mean, if I'm going real cheap, if I'm saving up, that's what I'm going to do. Let's look over here at wide receivers, Pierre. Uh, Devontae Adams is at 7,900. 7900 for the wide receiver. And I'm just going to tell you this. These are all big dogs. The big dogs yeah. are in the house up here, man. And they are all up here. They're sitting in this house having a lot of fun. I don't know what they're doing, but Devontae Adams is there. Pick me one. Pick me one all the way down to Mike Evans, 6900 That's going to hit three times its value. Uh, 
See, if you wouldn't have went to Evans, it was going to easily be Adams. But you went to Evans, and those are really the two that I'm I'm on the fence on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say Mike Evans just because of the injury reports right now. So Antonio Brown just got out of his walking boot, so he's likely not going to play. It sounds like he's probably another week or two away. Uh, Chris Godwin hasn't practiced. He didn't practice yesterday or today with a, a foot injury that's new for him. Uh, if they both missed, then it, it's Mike Evans. It's the Mike Evans show. Uh, and if so, then he's going to get targeted a ton against the Washington uh, football team defense. That's the worst uh, against the pass in the entire NFL. Uh, so give me Mike Evans uh, out of that group. Uh, otherwise, if like Godwin plays, I'll, I'll probably take Adams. Who is not going to hit three times their value? Guaranteed. Guaranteed not. Ooh, give me... I'll take A.J. Brown. Um, you look at the matchup, I expect Lattimore to probably be on A.J. Brown. I actually saw a video earlier today where it looked like Julio re-injured himself at practice. I haven't seen any reports come out yet, uh, but there was a beat writer that was there, and he he ran an out route in practice and kind of went lame. They said he went to see the trainers. So Julio may be out again. Uh, if so, that means Lattimore is going to be um, all over A.J. Brown. He He tends to do really well against the bigger receivers. Uh, you know, shut down Mike Evans, you know, a week or so ago as well. So uh, I say A.J. Brown would be the bust out of this group. From Deontay Johnson at 6,800 all the way down to Amari Cooper. Let's play a little we or no. Okay. And we can go through <laughs> these pretty quickly. Deontay Johnson, we or no, hit three times his value this week. He's at 6,800. Yeah, we. Oh, D.K. Metcalf, 6,800. No. Oh, I like how you put the emphasis on there. Adam Thielen, <laughs> uh, 6,700 against the Chargers. No. Hopkins, I think that he'll end up being healthy and playing this week at 6,700. Uh, uh, I don't think – I'm going to say no. I don't I don't know if he'll be healthy, and I don't know if Kyle will be healthy either. So I'll say no just based off what I know right now. Yeah, he's, he's really – it just hasn't gotten there. Mike Williams this week after a couple of duds. Will he hit three times his value at 6,600? I think so. I'm going to go we here. I feel like he has a better matchup here. Again, he's he's been the one that struggled. He's been the one that's kind of taken the hit. Uh, Keen Allen's kind of been big. I feel like they get him more involved. Uh, he doesn't have Slay. You know, he doesn't have New England taking him away. So give me a, give me a we against the Vikings defense. Oh, I like it because that'll be contrary to what everybody else is going to do. All right, Tyler Lockett at six sixty five hundred. We we I like Lockett. Uh, he's the one I prefer uh, against the Packers slot guy. Uh, you saw him, you know, obviously with Geno kind of have his little break out there. Now you got Russell Wilson likely coming back, so I'll go we with with Lockett and save them the money off of, of Metcalf there. I don't think Claypool's plays, so we'll go down to Pittman Jr. at sixty three hundred. We, I think Pittman's the, the main guy there in Indy now. I know T.Y. is practicing today, but I, I think Pittman's kind of established himself as the wide receiver one in Indy. Settle down, Pierre. I mean, we're just talking about Indianapolis Colt wide receivers here, buddy. I mean, I heard the we. You're like, wee. Well, like, Pittman's my guy, man. Look, look at his last few weeks. He's been he's been making money. What, four out of the last five, he's gone for 17, 20, 23, 30. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. He's 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 on fire. DJ Moore. That, 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 uh, no, I didn't ask. I didn't ask that question. <laughs> Amari Cooper at 6,200. We, I like Amari. Uh, expect to bounce back from the whole Cowboys team. Obviously, with Dak popping uh, as one of the top receivers, uh, on the top quarterbacks in the projections, his receivers are going to probably be the beneficiary of those. 
Let's go from Devontae Smith, because we're going to skip Antonio Brown and Calvin Ridley. Let's go from Smith all the way down to Russell Gage, okay? Smith is at 5,900, and Gage is at 5K. Give me a couple of guys that you like just out of this tier who you're thinking about playing. Okay, um, I think Jarvis Landry is going to be in play, 5,200. Again, Beckham's gone. I believe he signed with the Rams here about an hour ago, so he's gone. You got the the COVID situation with all the running backs but one, so Chuchup may not play. Uh, it's tougher for teams to take away guys in the slot, uh, so I feel like the the Belichick may try to take him away, but still 5200. I feel like it's a pretty good price. He's going to get targets, so I don't mind him. Right above him, I like uh, Jerry Judy at 5300. He seems to be getting more healthy. He's been back two weeks now in a row. Uh, he'll probably avoid Slay. I think Slay will probably target uh, Cortland Sutton. Uh, you look at last week, he got eight targets. I expect that to probably go up. So I don't mind Jerry Judy there at 5,300 as well. Uh, Cole Beasley, he's always kind of in play. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that Buffalo team, uh, again, he's getting a bunch of targets here lately. He's kind of been the extension of the running game. They don't really run the ball too well. Uh, maybe even worse now if Moss doesn't play. So Beasley kind of gets those short underneath type of targets you look at like last week he got 11 targets caught eight balls but only 33 yards uh, but being in a, a points per percent points per reception uh type of format for DraftKings, i do like beasley at 52 also all right let's go from Corey davis at 4900 all the way down through the rest of the field and it'll be you and me all right we'll just take turns doing such and okay. I, I and i'll go first here just to give you a chance to look at somebody here i would go ahead and take deontay harris and the reason why for new orleans he saw eight targets last week he saw seven targets the week before not a very good tennessee defense i know what they did to the rams but they're still not a very good <laughs> tennessee defense they scored he scored 11 DraftKings points last week it's just that whole narrative of simeon throwing to these people in practice, building up a rapport with them, with him and Troutman. So I like uh, Deontay Harrison. Once again, that could all flip if, if Taysom plays quarterback this week. <laughs> it could. It could. I don't mind Harris. I, I like his his boom ability. Uh, I think James Washington is going to be in play. I haven't mm-hmm. heard a lot of people talk about him, but you mentioned Claypool is probably going to be out. Uh, Juju's already out. So that's going to leave basically – uh, what, Deontay Johnson and, and James Washington, maybe some Ray Ray McLeod, but I'll, I'll take Washington. I uh, used to high pick on him a few years ago, kind of paired him with Mason Rudolph, who he went to college with. Uh, but you look at him for, for 3,500, really good price tag. Uh, the one time that they missed earlier was week four. He got four catches for 69 yards, you know, 10 points. He'll take that for 3.5. So give me James Washington, knowing that Claypool is probably going to miss. I want to say Zacchaeus, but it was, he only had a couple of targets last week, and both <laughs> of them were it. touchdowns, so I'm not <laughs> going to say him. I'd rather say Jamal Agnew, because I think that the Jacksonville Jaguars will be playing from behind, and I know they didn't play very well. <laughs> if they, they played well, they well enough to win, beat Buffalo, but they didn't have <laughs> well to play defense. offense at all. What a, what a weird little game that was. Now, but he why was is hitting. he picking all these Jaguars? Uh, he went Dan Arnold, now you're going Agnew. I feel like you're attacking me here. No, I'm not attacking you, but he's at 4,500. Uh, he can get to that 12, 15 point mark that we would need him to. So I'll take Jamal Agnew. Yeah, another one's going to be really cheap. Uh, again, depending on the injury news, but Tyler Johnson, uh, he's all the way down at, at 3,300. Yep. Again, you look at the Antonio Brown injury news now, the Godwin stuff, uh, even with just Brown missing uh, there before the bye in week eight, he had uh, six targets, caught five for 65. Uh, for 11 and a half. Again, you'd love to take that here. Uh, he'll see probably more targets if Godwin misses in addition to Brown. So Tyler Johnson at 3,300, I feel is in play. 
No, I completely agree with you. Hey, let me remind everybody they're listening to the DFS Dreamer podcast here on the Fantasy Impact Today Network. That is my co-host that you're listening, bringing all the wisdom, Pierre, at Wee 31 over on Twitter. We're not going to call him Pepe Le Pew, but uh, you, <laughs> his wife will giggle whenever you do that. Hey, <laughs> I don't know what that was. I have no idea. I'm at loafing it, and I'm red-faced right now because I don't know what's going on anymore. Uh, but you can find me on Twitter, at loafing over there on Twitter, Wes Easley. And hey, we appreciate you sharing the show. Uh, Pierre, I think last week we almost got 100 likes, 100 retweets, all that stuff last week. And so uh, the show's getting out there, and we really appreciate you sharing it. We have a good time talking about these things together. And Pierre, we only got like eight more weeks, eight more weeks to be able to do this during the I regular season of the NFL. It's going by very fast, and, 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 and we're going to have to defend our honor. And speaking of defending our honor. We're going to go over to defenses right now, and we always like to look for cheap defenses to save us some money because that's how kind of how you get those points boosted up during your DraftKings point totals. And mm-hmm. and Pierre, I don't I don't know if you found a cheap defense or not. Uh, but There's I, a couple. Mm-hmm. What do you like? I don't, I don't know that I like any of them. I uh, I wanted to say Washington football team. Because I, I know what uh, happened to New Orleans, that. but I, I, was, I was really scared after I thought about it for a minute, and I couldn't do it anymore. That's tough with Brady coming off a bye. I don't know if I'd do that. Um, so there's a couple. I think the, the top one that's going to be played is going to be the Titans if Simeon starts. Uh, you got 2,600. Everyone just saw what they did to Stafford, uh, what they did to Wentz, what they did to Mahomes. So they've, they've really rolled, and they've got double-digit you know, fancy points three weeks in a row. Uh, four out of the last five weeks, only 2,600. Again, if, if Simeon's in there, I, I think he can roll with the Titans. I get a little concerned with Taysom Hill just because he runs the ball so much. Um, you tend to want you know, the, your defenses to play quarterbacks that are going to have to pass the ball so you can get interceptions, strip sacks, things along those lines. So the, the Titans there at 26. If Kyler's out, I think he can look at the Panthers there for, for 2,400 as well, going up against Colt McCoy. Uh, he kind of had a pretty solid game against the 49ers, but I feel like the Panthers, you know, have a pretty strong type of defense. They got seven against New England, 11 against Matt Ryan and the Falcons a couple weeks ago. Uh, so I wouldn't mind them at, at 2,400. I, I, there's shoulder issues right now with, with Roethlisberger. So if, if he's forced to throw, uh, Najee Harris showed up on the injury report today. So if something happens there and it's the Roethlisberger show, I think you can look at the Lions at, at 2,300 also. Uh, ben doesn't have the army used to. So, again, just pay attention to that injury news with, with Najee Harris. Uh, the Lions could be in play at 23, but I think the, the main two would be the Panthers down here if, if Kyler misses and then the Titans, obviously, if Simeon starts. Okay. All right. I will I will agree with you. I, I'm curious to what the Titans are going to continue to do. You know, just week in and week out, they keep impressing me from the defensive side of the ball. So, uh, they, they, I mean, it's just they've been impressive. I don't mind going up to the Browns either against New England. The Browns defense is so impressive, and they are going against a rookie in Mac Jones, and absolutely no talent around him, again, from a wide receiver standpoint, it appears to me. Uh, so I, I don't mind the Browns. Yeah, Mac Jones has been solid though. Um, extra Bama guys, I probably just said that he's he doesn't have anyone to really throw it to. Uh, sooner or later, Jacoby Myers is going to score a touchdown. I think he's currently the the leader of most you know reception yards without a touchdown in the NFL. Uh, so if that'll happen soon. I, I do like some of the the more pricey defenses as well. The Cardinals mm-hmm. at thirty seven hundred. Um, obviously, they're at home uh, against PJ Walker. You know, you're not getting Darnold. Uh, P.J. Walker, I'm not sure, is much better. He used to be awful in the, the coach training camp, kind of had a resurgence in the XFL. Uh, 
uh, which got him back in the NFL. But I don't mind the Cardinals. I don't mind the Coats. Uh, they're at 3,600. Kind of, you know, let off the gas and struggled there late <laughs> against Josh Johnson and the Jets. Uh, but I feel like they're they're still in play. The Buccaneers are getting better at 3,500 also. So there's there's teams up here that you can pay up for uh, if you want to. The the thing is, is defense just so much variance. That's why we tend to go to the bottom because you, you never know. You can't predict defenses too much. So uh, those are the teams I like up top, though. Yeah, you can't. I I completely will agree. Uh, uh, be able to predict that the Buccaneers are going to shut out the Washington football team this week. I have shut to out. That. Okay, what? well maybe he, that's shut out. Heineke scored twenty three against them in the playoffs last year. Exactly the revenge, <laughs> revenge game. I think. Listen, I'll, I'll go. Out, I'll make a bold prediction. Okay. The Wash the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense will score more DraftKings points than the Washington football team. Regular team scores on Sunday. How about that? Okay, I'm I'm writing that down. I, I didn't know you were gonna write it down. <laughs> I gotta remember it. Okay, well that, that's true. That's okay. true. But right. defense oh. scoring more than the entire Washington football team. Okay. On DraftKings and fantasy. Yes, so, I heard you. Okay. All right. I'm just making sure you understand. <laughs> you're. I know how you are. You little skunk. I know how skunks play. Wee <laughs> wee. <laughs> hey, let's look over here at running backs. Uh, still, uh, you know, just the 10K thing just jumps out at me whenever I see Christian McCaffrey at 8,400. Didn't do a whole lot last week. Uh, first game back in a long time. Let's play Would You Rather again, if you don't mind, from yeah. CMC down to Aaron Jones. I think that this kind of is a fanc- fascinating little running back room that we have going on here. Uh, Aaron Jones is at 6,900. Aaron Jones or Zeke this week at 7K? Ooh, Aaron Jones, I, I love running back this week. If I could okay. play eight running backs, I probably would. I, I love the running back position. I'll take Aaron Jones here. But you would also take Zeke. I, I, I could hear I your voice. I, 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 me too. Me too. Me too. Uh, Aaron Jones or, well, Nick Chubb is going to be out probably. Aaron Jones or Austin Eckler? Eckler. Uh, it's still close. Like I like Jones quite a bit, but Eckler plays much better at home. I mentioned that last week. I wish I would have listened to myself because I ended up throwing him in. Uh, because of the projections, but he, he averages 23.7 at home versus 13.3 away. Uh, when you look at the last two seasons, uh, they're at home against the, the Vikings who, who struggle really all around on defense. So give me Eckler. Would you rather have Eckler or Najee this week at 7,900? So it, it was easily Najee Harris. It's mm-hmm. Concerning now because he was limited at practice. Oh, we ain't foot. worried about his foot. We ain't worried about his foot. foot. That's just a if he's healthy, day. it's still Najee. We gotta watch. I mean, you gotta pay attention. You, you can't just go blindly and say it's him if he's really banged up. But Najee, if he's healthy, I'm taking Najee. Okay, yeah, I, I man, I loved where Najee was this week. I was like, holy cow, Najee here is gonna set a record. I was so happy. Uh, Najee or Dalvin Cook? Uh, Najee still. Najee or Taylor? Still Najee. Really? See, that, that Taylor one looks juicy, too. I, 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 he might be tired from running so much last week, though. <laughs> Najee or Kamara? Kamara's missed two practices. He might not even play. Um, it, it seems pretty bad. I, I hear he's doubtful from what I've I've heard from some of their yeah. beat writers. So sticking with Najee, and I'll take Najee over McCaffrey, too. Uh, but McCaffrey's interesting, probably the most. He's at a price that you usually don't see him at. Uh, he's a, a week healthier, so he could pop. I don't know if I can do it. It's a, a tough matchup, low totals there for this game, but McCaffrey's a slate type of breaker if he if he gets his normal workload 
during this game. Let's go from Swift to 6,800. And let's go all the way down here. I put 5,200. So I guess that that was probably Collins, I guess, at that point. Uh, And let's play friendship. Let's be friends, okay? I know we give each other a hard time and everything. But let's be friends. And I'll I'll pick first, even though you don't seem to like my James Conner picks very often. (laughs) Even though I was one week week early on that one, too. You are. You are. All right, so let's let's be friends and let's try and pick out winners for each other. And I know that he didn't play a real good game against the New Orleans Saints the last time around, but I'm going to go ahead and say Leonard Fournette, and I'll give him to you against the Washington football team. I think he's going to find his uh, way around the end zone quite often, and I, I, especially if they're missing some folks that they may just want to run it in a couple of times. Yeah, I do like Uncle Lenny. Uh, like, like you stated, you know, missing folks. He's been getting all their, their work. Uh, Ronald Jones is kind of more of a spell back. So I do like Fournette quite a bit. Um, I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to pick your guy. Uh, I'm going to pick James Conner for you uh, there at 6,300. Uh, Chase Edmonds is out, high ankle sprain. So Conner's going to get the majority of the work. I know, you know, Benjamin might spell him here or there, but he got 21 uh, rushing attempts, uh, saw another five targets, caught all five for 26 total touches. Uh, for 6,300, that's a really, really good price for him. Uh, again, if if Kyler's out, they could lean on him uh, quite a bit more uh, as well. So I'll give you your guy, Connor, who you have been on, uh, who has been scoring touchdowns all season. He's got 11 total touchdowns and finally had that boom uh, once Edmonds left that game early. So Connor for you at 6,300. Yeah, and that's the reason why I picked him for you that week, uh, by the way, a couple of weeks ago, is because I, I thought that shoulder injury was a little more serious than what mm-hmm. was being let on and from all the reports I had, which were nothing than reading my phone. But the I just <laughs> thought that he was going to be able to boom one of these weeks if Edmonds ever went out. And it just it was a perfect week last week with uh, Colt McCoy playing quarterback, too. I don't want to do this because it sounds bad, but it's not. It's just not bad. I'm going to take Melvin Gordon for you at 5,300. He's gotten 18 DraftKings points last week 20 DraftKings points the week before I know he's still splitting touches but man he he hasn't gone anywhere he's still doing the Melvin Gordon kind of things and I'll go ahead and take Melvin Gordon for you I probably want to spend down a little bit more if I was not being friendly you know or if I was being extra friendly and giving you maybe a better value for the same boom but but we're in this tier so that's what I'm going to do yeah I think that's that's solid with Melvin like you said he is splitting with Javante Williams but I mean he still seems to be producing so if he's producing uh, that's perfectly fine. Uh, Looking there, so I don't mind Swift just because, you know, Jamal Williams has missed practices again, but that Pittsburgh defense is stingy. But right below him, uh, Cordero Patterson uh, has a really solid floor. You know, you look at since he's kind of been implemented as that lead back, uh, he's been in the teens or 20s and even 30s all season long except for week one. Uh, so Cordero Patterson, again, the highest uh, over-under on the slate with the Falcons and Cowboys. Uh, you got no Calvin Ridley. Uh, he's going to definitely be spelling. They like to match him up against linebackers out of the backfield, become one of the, the top targets for Matt Ryan when it comes to receiving. Plus, he's getting a lot of the rushing work now. So Cordell Patterson, 6,600, goes to you, sir. That's my last one. I don't I was Cordell yeah. Patterson. You exhausted <laughs> the list for me. I don't have anybody else. <laughs> I agree. So- uh, let's go from Moss. I don't think Moss is going to play at 5,100, and we'll go down to Gainwell at 4,700. Do you see anybody in this tier right here that you would like to play? Um, I, 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 nobody jumped out at me. Nobody jumped out at me, but I had to ask. Yeah, potentially. Uh, and when I say potentially, it's going to depend on some of the news. Uh, so like you just stated, uh, if Moss misses, uh, Singletary is going to have to be in play. 
uh, whether you like him or not, uh, 4,700 is going to be a really, really cheap price tag. Uh, he's going to get all the rushing work uh, without Moss there. He saw eight targets uh, last week in that Jacksonville game. You know, he got, what, 12.9, which was almost three times the value at his price tag, and that was with Moss playing some of that game. Uh, I think the biggest piece of the pie is going to be the the Nick Chubb news. So, again, he's currently on the, the COVID exempt list. If he misses – uh, Dearness Johnson is the only healthy back uh, there in Cleveland because Chubb went on the list. Uh, Felton went on the list, who's kind of their, their pass catching scat back. And I believe Kelly, uh, their other uh, running back, uh, also went on that COVID list. So if they all miss, Dearness Johnson's 4,700 going up against New England, uh, who, who does give up, you know, some points uh, on the ground itself. He got his one opportunity earlier already against a pretty decent Broncos defense and went for 27.8 uh, fancy points, rushed the ball for 22 times, uh, caught a couple passes as well. Browns have a really good offensive line. They locked a couple of those guards up here recently uh, with the money they saved on Elba Beckham. Uh, so, again, if Chubb is out, I think Dearness Johnson is probably going to be the chalkiest play on the slate at only 4,700 being the lead back there in Cleveland. Uh, we mentioned Kamara. Uh, I know we're not down below 47, but Kamara's missed practices uh, both Wednesday and today. Uh, here he's doubtful with his knee. Uh, they just brought in Mark Ingram, who's at 4,500, which is the minimum salary for running backs. So again, if Kamara's out, you can you can definitely look at Mark Ingram to, to save some salary down at 4,500 as well. So again, it gets really juicy uh, when it comes to some of the potential uh, salary you can save, depending on some of this news and how it breaks out. Okay, I just said to go to Gainwell. You know, I got a whole note. I got a whole sheet of notes here, and and actually the uh, the Singletary and the Deonis Johnson were on my list. I kept scrolling and I couldn't find them anywhere. So I I was gonna set you up to be able to knock those two out of the park on my on my show notes. And then I said I I mumbled something about ah, I couldn't find anybody, and I couldn't I couldn't at the time. But I had Singletary. Of course, those two are gonna be chalky plays this week, especially Singletary. I love the Singletary versus the Jets. And yes, you're right about Mark Ingram. The one thing I'll point out about Mark Ingram, though, if you watch him, he's got a little belly on him here. I don't know how <laughs> I don't know how much he'll be able to run. I know he'll be seeing the goal line work, but I don't know how much he's going to be able to run. So that's that was another reason why I did like those Saints. I like Troutman and everything like that. But Taysom, you know Taysom. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I still gave a volume, so I mean, if he gets volume for that that price, it's it's hard to pass up. All right, and also out of the New York Jet, uh, we're going rest of the field here, by the way. Uh, all of the New York Jets, I, I like Ty Johnson better than I like. I know everybody's got Michael Carter on their mind, and not this week necessarily because they are going against the Bills, coming off of a tough loss. So I think that Bills are going to be seeing red in their eyes. I don't know if they'll be able to do anything about it, but I like Ty Johnson <laughs> better at 4,500. He's he's getting me up there at three times the value each and every week. And let's face it, Michael Carter is a young man and everything like that, so he may not be able to hold up. And so we might be able to see Ty Johnson go boom one of these weeks. Yeah, potentially for sure. He, he's had a really four solid weeks in a row. Uh, Carter's been a lot better as well. So just just keep that in mind. Also, again, if Mike White's there, I feel like he's just a, a better uh, oh, quarterback yeah. for the situation there with the Jets. I know they're invested in Zach Wilson, but uh, Mike White probably brings out the best in them. They're going to be trailing. Both of these guys can catch the ball. Uh, but it's okay to, to take the salary on Ty Johnson for sure. I don't mind that. I think the Philly guys, you can kind of flip a coin. I uh, hope you get one right there with either Boston Scott or, or Jordan Howard. They're there at the same 
Uh, price tag, I, I lean my IU guy, obviously, with, with Jordan Howard. Uh, got signed to the active roster. Uh, they've been pulling him up from the practice guy, but he's he's uh, signed 17 points, 13 points, back-to-back weeks. Tough matchup in Denver, uh, but you never know what's going to happen there. And you um, talked about the you talked about the Jets now. I mean, the Jets really are. They bounce off of the the projections for me anyway. Whenever I'm looking at things, and I know it's against Buffalo, I think the Jets may be able to be a good contrarian play this week. And you 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 credited Mike White. Hey Pierre, I'm I'm gonna credit Joe Flacco, baby. Joe Flacco <laughs> comes into that room and he's able to direct. He's gonna be able to guide people. We, we never know Mike White was this good until Joe Flacco showed up on the scene and started to be able to tootle, a uh, tootle, uh, tootle. That's not a word. <laughs> it's a tootle. tootle. <laughs> it it might be in the restroom, but I don't know. <laughs> look, look, man, we are just in the smoking. Joe's tonight. turning the, the clipboard, Joe. But yeah, I mean, you're, you're right though. That veteran presence no go a long way. Uh, just to help uh, help people, you know, read defenses, et cetera. That's why a lot of teams bring in, you know, older veterans as backups, even though they're not as good as some of the younger guys that should be backups. Uh, some people do it just because of what they, they bring to the locker room, what they bring to the quarterback room, et cetera. So. Sure. There's also a guy who I have, not necessarily this week in DraftKings, but he's on my radar for redraft and DraftKings in the future. Jarrett mm-hmm. Patterson. At some point, the Washington football team is going to shut this down. Okay, they're just going to shut it down. And Antonio yeah. Gibson hasn't been healthy all year long. Jarrett Patterson is one of those names that you need to go out and get if you have an availability to be able to stash him on the bench. I think that he uh, is the next in line for touches there in Washington. And that may not be a really good thing, but he did have 11 <laughs> attempts the last game that they played. Not a lot of DraftKings points, but he has a lot of talent. So I, I'm just going to throw that name out there as we continue to doodle through these bottom tiers here if we see anybody. Yeah, well, a couple, couple more injuries just to monitor. So um, New England's a uh, pretty important situation because mm-hmm. they have two guys in the concussion protocol right now. Well, for Madre Stevenson and Damian Harris, if both of them uh, missed and you're looking at like a Brandon Bowden, uh, who's down there for, for 4,400. I think they got J.J. Taylor as a scat back, but just pay attention there. If one of those guys are ruled in, you may want to go with, you know, whoever's ruled in out of Harris or Stevenson. Uh, Zeke is banged up at the top. He he does have a cue. Uh, he's been dealing with a, a knee issue himself. Actually left that game against the Broncos for a bit. If for some reason he doesn't play, you know, Tony Pollard's down here at a really good price and a really good matchup as well. A.J. Dillon's getting some touches there uh, in Green Bay. Uh, so keep an, an eye on that because Seattle struggled against the pass. So again, they're not they're not definite, but again, as we get closer to Sunday, pay attention to the injury news. Some of these guys can really be really good value uh, if some of their teammates are ruled out. And I'm going to have to say Geo, uh, just because uh, Tom Brady found him in the end zone the last game that they had. And a, a couple of games before that, before he got injured, he got injured. He started playing well. He got injured. And then in New Orleans, he caught that touchdown pass. And if those other guys are out, if Gronk is out, if if uh, Godwin is out, then that little Geo might be able to find the end zone on one of those pass plays that Tom likes to throw. So I'll, I'll have to mention Geo at 4,300. Absolutely. All right. all right, Pierre. Hey, that's the DFS Dreamer Podcast. Bam, 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 bam. We got her all done this week. You did a fantastic <laughs> job. Uh, we're going to have that contest. You can look for that over at Pierre's Twitter handle, at PeeWee31 on Twitter. You can also find it over there for me, at LoafinIt on Twitter. And don't forget, you can look for it on the show's Twitter handle, at FI Today with a little underscore, where we have that DFS pod, uh, podcast contest each and every week. And Pierre, I, I feel like I'm going to take it down this week. I just, I'm pretty confident, actually. I'm pretty confident in my contrarian plays. Yeah, I wouldn't be that confident. 
That, listen, man. <laughs> I, I actually, my lineups think if I'm confident. If I think my lineup's going to rock it, it sucks. If I think my lineup sucks, then it does pretty well. I don't know why that happens, but that's just the case. Well, that's 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 just how it goes sometimes. Hey, we appreciate you listening. Thank you for sharing the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, share it with your friends, and all those things. But more importantly than the, any of those other actions there, Fit Fam, we always want to encourage you to find a way to make a positive impact in somebody's life today.